Hey, welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we're going to be discussing the difficult question, is pornography the same as adultery in God's eyes? Mm. Now, I'm really interested in what you have to say about this topic, because I really think it's a rare marriage where pornography has not entered in Mm -hmm. at some point and have had really damaging effects. So I'm hoping that you have some biblical context to help us parse this out and understand, is this adultery or not? Yeah, it's really important because if it is the same, if pornography is adultery, uh, that has huge implications for divorce. And there, there are some women who have been just so devastated by this with their spouses, particularly. I know there are men as well, but primarily it's it's women that this this might, if they are the same, give them a way out. And we want to be really crystal clear on this for the, for its own sake, but also because it has huge implications in real people's lives like here and today. All right. So Jesus is very direct on this issue, but sometimes we're so familiar with him that it's, we'd miss it. And I want to just make sure we are really clear on what he says. Um, he says in Matthew five twenty eight, I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent, this is a word epithemeo, which means like passions, uh, looks at them and, and obviously it's sexual in nature. It's a, there's a passionate um, sexual look at them. And usually it, it has the implication of being with the intent to do something, but it doesn't have to. So um, with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So, I want to be clear on the front end. Jesus is not talking about porn. Um, in fact, he's going to even raise the bar quite a bit higher because he's actually talking about any kind of lust. It could be just in your brain. It could be a thought. It could be a man to a woman, a woman to a man, a man to a man, a woman to a woman. I mean, this goes in any direction. Anytime you even have a sexual thought that is geared at another person that you're not in a covenant relationship with, uh, this is a pretty high bar. And so he's he's saying that this is adultery of the heart. And I think what's really important is that there is now a distinction being made between adultery of the heart and adultery of the body. They are fundamentally different. And I think we know this intuitively because if you were to pull a thousand marriages, I've never done this, but I'm going to just go on a limb. And you were to ask all of the spouses, would you rather your husband or wife commit adultery of the heart or adultery of the body? They would all say adultery of the heart, right? Um, Now, I think this is also really important because we need to know, does porn sever the covenant of marriage like adultery does, adultery of the body? We know that that is a severing of the covenant, right? But does porn necessarily have that impact when there's not another human being physically involved in that moment? In other words, like we've asked, is adultery of the heart identical to adultery of the body? We got to get some clarity on this. Uh, And so the answer is going to be, I think, really simple. Yes and no. Oh, that's so simple. You're I thought, right. I thought Thank you would you. delight in that. I Let's thought you'd be like, Thank you for the clarity and we'll get out of here. <laughs> so are they the same? Adultery of the heart and adultery of the body. They're the same in that both of them cause us to be guilty before God. Uh, Jesus gives a, uh, an analogy, another, a similar situation. He talks about anger and he talks about in the same text, he talks about how Um, If you kill somebody, you're liable to judgment, meaning under old covenant law, you would be killed yourself. Okay. So, but then he says, but if you have anger in your heart, you're also liable to judgment. What he doesn't say is that if you're angry in your heart, Old Testament law and New Testament law 
require you to be killed. Otherwise, everybody would be killed Everyone. at one point or another, right? Yes. And what we see is that he's trying to make a simple point, whether it's anger of the heart versus killing somebody, or it's adultery of the heart versus adultery of the body. All of them cause you to be guilty before God. And so here's what you would have. You'd have a bunch of like Pharisees, you know, just religious entitled brats. And they'd be like, well, I didn't commit adultery. I just lost after women. And he's like, you're still guilty. Like before mm. God, you're still guilty. Well, I didn't kill anybody. I just hate everybody. Mm. Like what you don't get is that when you stand before God in judgment, you're still going to be guilty. And by the way, um, where did the murder begin? It be begins with anger. Well, where did adultery of the body begin? Well, it began with um, adultery of the heart. And mm -hmm. here's lust. lust. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And and his simple point is they are the same in that they are all sin. They all make you guilty before God and they all require the blood of Jesus to ultimately forgive you. I love yeah. how you just painted that picture of, you know, the outside and what we appear yeah. on the outside, but really pointing God's like, no, actually your heart, there's sin there yeah. and we need to expose it. You're actually going to be judged for it. Yep. And we need to pay attention to not just what we look like on the outside, but what's going on in here and what's going on in here. Absolutely. Now th there are, okay, so now there are deeper questions. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about overcoming porn. And uh, we're going to talk about how as a pastor or counselors, we engage people in the middle of porn addiction. What it, like the process that we would go mm -hmm. through to help them overcome yeah. that. So I'm going to punt some of that to that episode. Mm -hmm. But I do want to, I do want to double down on, on the divorce side of things, because um, whenever you are processing the issue of divorcing your spouse, um, the Bible has a bit to say about it, but I think this is where you need to bring the elders of your church in and, and live under the spiritual authority that God has placed over you. And like questions that I think are fair, like what if my husband or my wife is addicted to child porn and mm. they won't repent and they are knee deep in it? What if mm. it is illegal? You know what I mean? Like the issue of porn, I mean, it, I think most of us have an idea of what we're thinking about, mm. um, but it, depending on what it is, how deep it is, the person's heart, you know, there are all these categories that go into, to counseling a husband or a wife who is married to somebody and porn is ruining their marriage. Yeah. And so, um, the reason I go there is very simply because I think, um, for most people they're trying to figure out is pornography. If it is adultery, then it's a legitimate reason for divorce. And I would say, um, adultery, spiritual adultery is no more a reason for divorce than anger is a reason for putting somebody in jail. Mm -hmm. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. So that's where I would make that analogy. As I say that there are going to be exceptions. I do think they're the minority. There are going to be exceptions where elders may come in and say, no, there's going to be separation or it's, it's possible. They may come in and say, this is actually an untenable situation. Um, I don't know what that would be. I, I've never actually been in one like that. Yeah. Um, the consequences yeah. of sexual sin. We've talked about this. Yeah. Any sexual sin is going to be pretty heavy. Yeah. So there might need to be more serious consequences. Totally, yeah. Uh, but I think it is important to, to just point out that the scripture, where does it say that like, if your husband is lusting or if your wife is lusting that you need to divorce them. Right. It, that, that word right there to me is so eye opening. Yeah. Is this a, a lust? Has this been a sin of the body? Yep. And yeah. And I think Jesus, that, so everything Jesus says after that, uh, because Matthew five has quite a bit to say about lust and divorce mm -hmm. and adultery and whatnot. 
he's laying that foundation for the rest of the chapter to say there is a distinction mm. between the sin of the heart and the sin of the body. And mm. they're just, they are different. They're judged differently. But before God, they all, you know, they all cause us to be separated from 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 Christ. And yeah. so, but that's important because when we share the gospel with people, they're like, well, I'm not bad as that as bad as that person. And we're yeah. like, what about your heart, man? Yeah. Like, yeah, you haven't you haven't killed anybody, but you you like dream of killing people. Yeah. You know, like you you rage all the time. You have these cycling thoughts that are just if people knew what you really thought mm-hmm. about them. You know, like you're, you're actually, yes, you're not as bad because you have self-control, but like your heart's pretty wicked, you yeah. know? And all of that, by the way, that all started with the kind of stuff that you're doing in your own heart. So it yeah. does have a trajectory. Yep. And, you know, so, when yeah. you leave the sin unchecked and unrestrained, you will end up yeah. in that place. Yeah. Let me just say one last thing. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize is that if you're like, if you're a porn addict um, God, and you haven't like cheated on your wife or your husband or something like that, God is probably put his restraints on you. Um, and the the main difference that stands between probably most people who are porn addicts who cheat and those who don't is sometimes the Lord gives people over to their sin and mm-hmm. he pulls off the restraints and you don't know when that's going to be. And that's why we don't let anger take deep roots. We don't let bitterness grow. Mm-hmm. We don't let lust grow because by God's grace, there are some restraints on you, but you don't know when he's going to take those off if you persist in it. I don't want to take the risk, yeah. you know, and the difference between probably the person who cheated and the person who didn't was God pulled his restraints off that yeah. person yeah. and gave them over to their sin. And the Lord has been known to give Christians over to their sin. We have seen this. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. And I don't want to give sin a root where the Lord, it might grow to a point where the Lord's like, nope, giving you over to that. Mm. I just don't want to be there. Yep. All right. Well, I appreciate you walking us through that really hard subject. Next time, we're going to be answering the related question. How do you help someone overcome porn addiction? Mm.